0: Tazria, number one, learn Torah. Rashi at the beginning of the parashah Va'yikra Yud Beis Beis explains the the order, the sequence, the flow of the Torah text, in which it goes from the beginning of Va'yikra when it talks about animals. To Tazriya Mesorah, where it talks about human beings. Rashi quotes Rabbi Simloi, who says, Just like in the creation story, where humans are created last, after all the different animals. So too, the Torah, the laws about human beings are given, are explained, after the laws about the animals. Maharal explains... That just like in when creation, when something is created, it is fixed and established in existence, so too the Torah, the laws about it, also fix and establish it in life. Roshlema in the Shiori Torah, explains what that means, that the Torah, the laws about an animal, about a creature, about a person, are part of their creation. And uh, no animal, no creature is complete until it follows the heavenly laws for its existence, for its function. So just like an animal is not fully created until it follows the natural laws it's supposed to follow, so too a human being is not fully complete until it follows the heavenly laws about, about about our behavior. Number two, good children. Chassam Sofer, in his Torah, Moshe quotes Igeres HaRamban, the Ramban's letter, who explains, the Ramban explains, why does Parshashmini end with discussion of the laws of kosher, what you're allowed to eat, what you're not allowed to eat, and the Tazria begins with a woman giving birth, explains the Ramban that our behavior during the conception and carrying of a child affects the child's personality, who he is, uh, the food that we eat, the behavior if someone smokes or drinks or takes drugs uh, while pregnant and, and even during conception how we behave that affects the child's soul and his body therefore we have to be very careful during conception and pregnancy to have the proper intentions and proper behaviors because that carry down to the child Chassam Sofer continues that this can explain the part the, the verses at the very beginning of Parshas Noach. Noach in Bracious Vav Tes Yod, Yud says that Noach was walked in Hashem's path as helokim hisalech Noach and right after that vayolad Noach Shlo shabanim mischem es yofes. Why was no? Why did Noach have these relatively? Good and righteous sons compared to the generation, because, as Elohim, hisalach Noach, because during conception and the carrying the children, Noah acted properly. Number three, the power of Shabbos. A baby boy who is born is circumcised on the eighth day, according to Vayikra Yud Gimel Vayom HaShmini Yimel Besor Yakut Shimoni in Parshas Emor explains that you can't go by eight days without passing through a Shabbos. Therefore, if you circumcise a baby on the eighth day, he will have lived through a Shabbos. The author of Slabodka quoted in the Pnini Mishulchan so as you see from here, the power of Shabbos, of experience, of being through, living through a Shabbos, has such an influence on a person. It's not just only on the baby uh, that the circumcision is done on the eighth day, but even an animal for a korban, for a sacrifice, has to be at least eight days old that it has gone through a Shabbos, because Shabbos imbues a person and even a thing with a certain amount of sanctity. Uh, the altar quotes the of quotes a Machs Vitri, which we we can't seem to find, but he quoted it many times, which says that if you have two, two, two loaves of bread or two pieces of bread, you need to choose which one you make the brach on and, and you cut. You should choose the more preferable one, and if possible, a whole one, a shlema. However, if you have one that was baked after Shabbos and one that was baked before Shabbos, you should always choose the one big before Shabbos. Even if it's already been cut, you should always make the bracha on the, on the bread that has gone through a Shabbos uh, be, because uh, the Shabbos imbues everything with a certain amount of sanctity. Number four, infectious diseases. The Torah tells us that someone who gets saras, who gets a nega, who has a, a blemish, so he has to take it to the Kohen to, to be looked at. Vuhuva el kohen in Yud-Gimel has to go to a Kohen, to one of the Kohanim. Why specifically a Kohen? Why should it be? So it's not entirely clear, but the meshechachma suggests... That these Negaim, the Saras, are infectious diseases. And that's why when, he, when the person with Saras, the Mansur, is taken outside of the Machana, outside of the camp, the Kohen calls out, Tome, Tome, so that everybody moves away and, and lets him go through and doesn't come near because it's infectious. But if that's the case, then how can the Kohen go near him? So anyone who who is sick with an infectious disease needs to be treated, uh, and the person treating him needs to take as many precautions as possible to avoid catching it. However, no matter how many precautions you take, there's always some sort of a risk. The risk can be minimized, but it can't be eliminated. Uh, therefore, you need a hashkacha. You need a special divine providence. You need to a certain level of righteousness of tzidkus for Hashem to take care of you and to watch over you. And therefore, it has to be go. That job specifically goes to the kohen, because the Kohanim are in a spiritually higher level that they will merit this Hashkacha Pratis, this divine providence to prevent them from getting sick. Number five, watch out for him. The Torah says that if a saras, if a nega, if a blemish turns completely white, then it is not impure, it's pure. In Lavon, Tohorhu. If it's completely white, if it's a little white, then it's a problem. But if everything is, is white, then it is not tame, it is Tahor, it's pure. Why should that be? Why should something that is impure as it grows and becomes whiter and whiter when it's completely bad, completely white, then it becomes pure? The Shari Simcha, quoted in Torah Lada's Volume 2, explains in a Musa perspective, from a Musa perspective, That someone who is completely out of bounds, his behavior is completely intolerable, he poses less of a danger to other people than someone whose behavior is usually pretty good but on occasion is bad. Uh, We're told that Saras comes from speaking Lashon Hara. So someone who is generally part of the community, who looks like us and acts like us and talks like us, but also says Lashon Hara, so he could influence us to also deteriorate in our behavior, but someone who is completely outside of the boundaries, uh, not even part of the uh, the normal community, not someone we would even look to as uh, as a colleague or as someone comparable. So he would not influence our behavior. He poses much less of a danger. So therefore, if the nega becomes completely white, it's completely intolerable, tolerable, and so bad, then it's not impure because it poses less of a danger. <laughs>